You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. From the Warwick Radio Studios at Warwick Public Library, this is the Warwick History Quiz Show. Please welcome today's contestants, Mary Ann Quinn from Pawtucket, Rhode Island, and Leslie Wazalewski from the Appenog neighborhood in Warwick. And now, here is the host of the Warwick History Quiz Show, Jen Linton. Hello. Welcome to our contestants and to Felicia Gardella, president of the Warwick Historical Society. It's wonderful to have you with us, Felicia. Oh, it's good to be here. Now, your family has a deep connection to Warwick, particularly Rocky Point. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, uh, Rocky Point. Um, uh, actually, prior to 1919, it was owned by the Harrington family. And two of my uncles, uh, Alfred and Paul Castiglione, uh, leased the property from the Harrington family and uh, established the Rocky Point Amusement Company and um, began to build the, the park up to uh, mo- more modern standards, uh, similar to uh, like a Coney Island. They brought in the, the rides and the, and the roller coasters and the concession stands and so forth. Um, and then in 1938, when it was uh, completely destroyed, uh, mo- all, the, all the history, the family history, uh, was gone. Uh, I was born in 1938 during the hurricane, and so my experience with Rocky Point was just like most other uh, Rhode Islanders. Uh, you know, I went to, went to the park and, and uh, my, my family and so forth. But then uh, through a very strange coincidence, uh, some of the history was recovered by, by total accident by uh, one of the historians at the Warwick Historical Society. And so uh, I was hooked, and I've been at the Warwick Historical Society ever since. (laughs) That's great. So, Leslie, you grew up in Warwick. Um, Do you have any fond memories of going to Rocky Point as a kid? I do. Um, I used to go there at least once a week, or at least every Friday night with my grandmother to go to the um, dining hall for clean cakes and chowder. Um, I loved when you first drove into Rocky Point, you know, the big awning, of course. and then you go down and you would see the flume. Yes. And then what was, was it the corkscrew, the roller coaster? Was yes. It? Yes. Right. Yep. And That's you would go through and see everything. So that was exciting too. Even going to the shore hole and all the other places you could see every, you know, you'd want to go to Just that, that anticipation. Yeah. <laughs> you'd want to go to the attractions instead. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And Marianne, you're from Pawtucket, but I am. Rocky Point is just so legendary. We so didn't have a Rocky did, Point in Pawtucket. You didn't have, so. you didn't, but no. did you make it down to, to Rocky Point in Warwick? Yeah, yeah you, but it was like a once or twice in the summer thing. And what um, do you remember unless about you were it? lucky enough to be um, like a paper carrier or an altar boy or on a, some kind of sports team because they all came down to Rocky Point for their annual outing. That's where they always brought the kids <laughs> from Pawtucket. So, but usually I just went, like with my family they were you know we would go a couple of times this summer and um uh of course my parents were big believers in doing the rides first before the shore dinner hall because you know you don't want to go on the shore dinner hall then go on the (laughs) music (laughs) express or something yeah oh yeah (laughs) the music express i love the music express i could do that 20 times yep that's Mm. funny Mm. (laughs) ah memories (laughs) (laughs) leslie and marianne welcome to the show Our game is a simple one. 
Contestants will answer questions about Warwick history, and the contestant who answers the most questions correctly wins. We'll play five rounds. The contestants starting each round can answer their question or pass it to their opponent, and the winner of each round will be the first player in the next round. Contestants can also ask for a hint. Felicia will provide the hints, and contestants may ask for two hints during the game, so use them wisely. Let's begin with our first round. The category is Building a City. Leslie, you won the coin toss, so you'll start. Your question is, Warwick and West Warwick are separate municipalities that used to be one town. When did West Warwick split from Warwick? 1876, 1900, or 1913? Would you like to answer or pass? Or would you like a hint? Answer, please. Your choices are 1876, 1900, or 1913? 1876. I'm sorry. That's not the correct answer. It was 1913. Ah, wow. The split occurred because Democratic politicians wanted to consolidate their power and isolate their part of town from the Republican-dominated farmland on the east side of Warwick. Marianne? Yes? Your question is, when did Warwick become a city? 1913? 1922? Or 1931? Would you like to answer or take a hint? Uh, I'll answer, but could you read the dates again? Of course. 1913, 1922, or 1931? 1913. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. 1931. When Warwick and West Warwick separated, Warwick kept the town hall, and when Warwick became a city, the town hall became city hall. Done it, done it, done it. <laughs> I read about that, too. I actually read that yesterday. <laughs> Am I cramming? I know. <laughs> Since you're both tied after round one, uh, Marianne, you won the coin toss to start round two. Okay. Our category is look to the skies, and you will both answer two questions during this round. Marianne, your question is, the Gallaudet Aircraft Corporation built airplanes for the U.S. Navy in Warwick's Chepawinoxit neighborhood during World War I. Were they seaplanes, fighter planes, or bombers? Would you like to answer, pass, or take a hint? I'll answer. Um, do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> and you may I'll say bombers. Sorry, that is incorrect. They <laughs> um, are seaplanes. I knew about the Gallaudet yeah, factory. I knew it was Oxapatuck. I knew that much. <laughs> and you have to ask me the part I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you're so mean. <laughs> Marianne, your next question. Aviation pioneer Edson Fessenden Gallaudet started his aircraft company in Norwich, Connecticut. Why did he move it to Rhode Island? Was it because Norwich officials were unhappy about planes crashing during tests? Did Gallaudet need a bigger factory and more space to test his planes? Or did Rhode Island give him a tax break? I'll say B, he needed more space to test his planes. Correct. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, you're up next. In the 1920s and 1930s, Warwick had an airfield named Pothier Field in which Warwick neighborhood? Nosocket, Buttonwoods, or Oakland Beach? Would you like to answer 
or take a hint? I'll take a hint. The, uh, the Warwick Asylum for the Poor once stood in this neighborhood. And what were the choices again? It was... Nosocket, Buttonwoods, or Oakland Beach. Nosocket? I'm sorry, the correct answer was Buttonwoods. It was Buttonwoods. Uh. Pothier Field is also known as Buttonwoods Flying Field. Okay. That's all right. We have a follow-up question right away. (laughs) (laughs) You're still in it. (laughs) Um, So your next question. Uh, Pothier Field was named for Rhode Island Governor Aram Pothier, who was elected two times, 18 years apart. Was Aram Pothier Rhode Island's 49th and 53rd governor, 50th and 54th governor, or 51st and 55th governor? And I'm sorry for this question. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You didn't memorize the governor list? I know. Usually I know all of them, but I'll take a hint. (laughs) Area 51 is a place where people look to the skies. The choices, um, can you just say that one more time, please? Let's see. 49th and 53rd governor, 50th and 54th governor, or 51st and 55th governor? The 51st and 55th. You are correct. Governor Pothier was elected in 1908 and again in 1926. That was a tough one. But how about that clue, huh? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good thing it's multiple choice because there's no how. <laughs> Our contestants are tied after two rounds, and Leslie won the coin toss to start the third. Our category is U.S. Presidents. Leslie, in 1862, during the American Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln made a 61-year-old Warwick native a brigadier general. Was he John Wicks, Randall Holden, or George Sears Green? Would you like to answer, pass, or take a hint? I'll take a hint, please. He was a cousin of Revolutionary War General Nathaniel Green. Your choices are John Wicks, Randall Holden, or George Sears Green? George Sears Green. Correct. George Sears Green was one of the Union Army's oldest generals, and he was referred to as Old Man and Pap by his soldiers. All right, Marianne, you're up. Okay. During an 1877 visit to Rocky Point Park, President Rutherford B. Hayes spoke to what famous inventor on the telephone? Thomas Edison, George Westinghouse, or Alexander Graham Bell? Okay, I'll go out on a limb here and say Alexander Graham Bell. You are right. <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell was in Providence at the time. The clue would have been amazing, though, because it was, can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't get to say that. Go, go for it. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> we remain tied after three rounds. Marianne won the coin toss for this round. The topic for our fourth round is Warwick Firsts. Marianne, the Bank Cafe in Patuxent Village was the first restaurant to serve what famous Rhode Island dish? Rhode Island Johnny Cakes, Rhode Island Clam Chowder, or Pizza Strips? Uh, could I take a hint on this one? Sure. It's not a fritter, and it's not a pancake. I'll say Johnny Cakes. Correct. 
A Rhode Island law from the 1920s stipulates that real Rhode Island Johnny Cakes must be made from white-capped flint corn that's grown and stone ground in Rhode Island. And you can still get it at Kenyonstown in South County. Oh, how about that? Okay, Leslie, how old are the earliest records in the Warwick City Clerk's office? 480 years old, 375 years old, or 222 years old? 375. That's correct. Warwick's first records document the appointment of the town's first officials in 1647. See, I would have had that math all wrong. I was trying to subtract. For <laughs> I know how I know. There's a sign. There's a sign actually in Appanot. Like there's sign. I knew there was a 16 something. I was like, okay. <laughs> I used to see it all the time. <laughs> That's the only reason why. So we're approaching our final category, and our contestants are tied. Leslie won the final coin toss. Our final category is what it's called. Leslie. Post Road was part of a route that settlers traveled on from Providence to Warwick to Connecticut in the 1800s. What was that route called? The Pequot Trail, the Narragansett Trail, or the Eastern Route of the Pony Express? What were the choices again? The Pequot Trail, the Narragansett Trail, or the Eastern Route of the Pony Express? And that ran from, you said? Um, let's see. It's, uh, Post Road was part of a route that settlers traveled on from Providence to Warwick to Connecticut. Okay. In the 1800s. The Pequot Trail? Correct. Well done. Hey. Pressure's on, Marianne. Hey, boy, that's pretty good. <laughs> Marianne. Yes? Up until the early 1970s, what was Airport Road's name? Theodore Francis Highway, Occupest Duxit Road, or Cessna Boulevard? No, I think I knew this already. Occupatuxet Road. Occupatuxet. You are correct. <laughs> However you yes. say it, it's big. <laughs> well, congratulations to both Leslie and Marianne. Oh, thank you. you have won our very first Warwick History Quiz Show <laughs> with four correct answers. We each. like to set a high bar. We did. <laughs> that you did. That you did. Uh, both. Leslie and Marianne will be taking home a $25 gift card to celebrate a dessert shop in Gold Plaza on Warwick Avenue. Wow. Thank you awesome. so much uh, for playing our game. And thank you, Felicia, uh, for helping us learn more about our Warwick heritage. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. We, we did, did really good. Wow. I'm proud of us. We did really good. I'm amazed. Wow. We did good. I feel like we did better without the ones with the hint when the pressure was on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad oh, I didn't God. get the one about the governor's chair. Oh, There's nothing. That was the worst. The Warwick History Quiz Show is a co-production of Warwick Radio and the Warwick Historical Society. If you would like to be a contestant on the show, write to radio at warwicklibrary.org. Established in 1932, the Warwick Historical Society is located at the historic John Waterman Arnold House at 25 Roger Williams Circle. The house is open to the public on Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., and you can visit online at whsri.org. Thank you for tuning in to the Warwick History Quiz Show. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online.
the voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello. Welcome to Felicia Gardella, president of the Warwick Historical Society. It's wonderful to have you with us, Felicia. Oh, it's good to be here. Now, your family has a deep connection to Warwick, particularly Rocky Point. Can you tell us a bit about that? <laughs> I'll have to limit myself. I can talk for quite a bit, unfortunately, or fortunately. Uh, yes. Um, uh, prior to 1919, um, the uh, Rocky Point was owned by the Harrington family. And um, at, uh, at that time, the, uh, Randall Harrington passed away, and the, um, the, the park had kind of temporarily closed. And um, prior to 1919, it was really more of a summer resort. I mean, it did have the, the shore dinner hall. It had the big hotel. Uh, and because the, uh, the trolleys were now coming from Providence, people would come down for weekends, even spend a week, because uh, they did have that big hotel. Um, but it was just, like I say, it was just a, a summer resort. Um, but then after uh, uh, Randall Harrington died, um, my great uncles, um, Alfred and Paul Castiglione, um, who were entrepreneurs of Rhode Island at the time, uh, leased the, the park from, from the Harrington family and created the Rocky Point Amusement Company. Uh, at that time, they also had interest in um, Playland Park in Rye, New York, which was a, an amusement park similar to Coney Island. And they wanted to bring Rocky Point up to modern times and, and create an amusement park uh, similar to those other parks. And so during the, uh, the time that uh, they, they ran it between um, 1919 and the thir 38 hurricane, um, they, they brought in uh, more rides. They, had the, the, they brought in the um, roller coasters and the concession stands and, um, and, and all that sort of thing to kind of bring it up into the mo modern day. Um, actually, um, Alfred sold out his interest, uh, I mean, excuse me, Paul sold out his interest to Alfred uh, in uh, 1923. So it was basically Alfred that ran it. Um, my grandfather, their brother, uh, actually um, uh, managed the Shore Dinner Hall for them for a number of years until he died in 1932. But then, uh, uh, obviously, in 1938, it, everything was gone. Um, uh, Paul died in uh, 1938, October of 1938, um, and then Alfred moved to Florida and never returned to Rhode Island. So the park reverted to back to the Harrington family. But um, of course, it was 1938. Uh, Germany had invaded Poland, and the, uh, World War II was was in, in the in the horizon. So uh, they couldn't get um, investors or banks or anyone to to uh, Alfred couldn't get anyone to help him out to rebuild the park. Uh, so it laid fallow all through the world all through World War II, of course. So then, of course, it it it, it reopened uh, again in um, around 1947, 1948. Now, in the meantime, um, I was born during the 38 hurricane, uh, <laughs> right at the height of it, believe it or wow. not. Um, that was that's another story. Um, so uh, growing up, you know, like when I was like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, in that in that age group, uh, my father would take me to Rocky Point, 
And he would tell me stories about when, when he was a teenager, he, he worked for his uncles down at the point. And um, so as we'd walk around, he would, uh, as a couple of stories he told me was, um, he pointed to a stone wall and he said, see that wall over there? I helped my Uncle Paul put, build that wall. <laughs> and and the, the, some of the cement sidewalks that were still there that had been left over, uh, he said, now see this sidewalk? I, I helped my Uncle Paul put this mm. sidewalk in. Um, but one of, the, one of the most fascinating stories he told me uh, about his experience at, at Rocky Point was during Prohibition. Um, uh, Narragansett Bay was well known um, by, uh, it, during Prohibition for the rum, run, rum runners, and they used to actually stop at Rocky Point at the, at the dock there. And um, at the time, he was actually living down there. Um, uh, he said he was a teenager. And one night he was coming back from the shore dinner hall, going back to his, his room, and uh, this man stepped out of the bushes, and, and uh, <laughs> he was holding machine gun. What? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they called him by name. They knew who he was. Um, and uh, they said, now, now you're, you're, you're not going to remember this, right? You're not going to tell anybody. My father said, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and he went back to his room, never said a word. Um, but uh, but then, as I say, because because of the hurricane, uh, we we really didn't have any memorabilia or any souvenirs or mm -hmm. anything. I mean, everything was lost uh, uh, at that time. So uh, anyway, f fast forward. Uh, I moved away, done other things, and hadn't been around. And, and my, so my memories of of Rocky Point are very similar to most Rhode Islanders that uh, of that time. So around 2007, I was working in Providence. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nurse, and uh, one, of my, uh, the, one of the nurses that I worked with was at the president of the Warwick Historical Society at the time. And I had recently moved back to Warwick, and she said, and, and of course a conversation, you know, you're talking about your, your life and times and what have you, and I happened to mention Rocky Point. She said, oh, she said, you should come to the Warwick Historical Society. We got a bunch of stuff from there. I said, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> So anyway, so I, I went, and sure enough, apparently, um, the, uh, when the park closed in 1996, um, the historian for the uh, Warwick Historical Society at the time was a, 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 a historian of her own, in her own right. And so she went over to the park, and um, they had these big dumpsters, and they were just pulling out all kinds of junk and throwing it into the dumpsters and, uh, and anything that, that, that they had no, uh, no use for. So she went, literally went dumpster diving to see what was there because she was curious to see what, you know, what they were throwing out. Well, come to find out, most of the stuff that she retrieved at that time dated back to when my uncles, Alfred and Paul, mm -hmm. owned the park. So I had these boxes of stuff to go through, um, and it was correspondence. Uh, and I learned a lot about what went on during that time going through that stuff. Because um, like every spring, they, what they would do was um, they would write to all manufacturing companies in Rhode Island and Massachusetts and local Connecticut um, saying that, oh, we have this park. Um, if you want to plan an outing, we'll give you special prices, and and they'd have you know they sell them um, uh, books of tickets for rides at a discount, that sort of thing. So I had all the stuff um, that they all all that they had done during during the time they owned the park. Um, 
So I I actually and that's where that's where I actually learned a lot of what what went on during that during that time. Um, so um, it, it kind of um, I was I was able to resurrect what mm. had been lost uh, because I thought all those family members were all gone. There was no one to ask. Um, yeah, uh, uh, what we did or what they did or, or how things came about and so on and so forth. And so uh, I was hooked, and I've been at the Warwick Historical Society ever since. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's amazing to hear close. Um, you came for that history just being gone forever. Yeah. just Yeah, because if, if she hadn't gone dumpster diving, no one would have ever had all of, all of that uh, all of that stuff. Yeah. So I, I, needless to say, I copied all of it. Yeah. And um, so I have my own copies of, of everything that she was able to retrieve. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Keep it secure for future generations yeah. to learn about. Yeah, and actually um, it was included... We, the Warwick Historical Society uh, published a book uh, a few years ago on the Warwick Railway, and at the time they included s stuff from, from Rocky Point, and it was some of the, that material that um, we resurrect resurrected that we were able to incorporate into that book. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. <laughs> 